0: Welcome to CureLeaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, CureLeaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Visit us soon at our new State College location. This is Dustin Hawkinsmith from Penn Live, and we're taking one final look back at Penn State's 17 7 win over Northwestern over the weekend. I keep coming back to the word underwhelming to describe it. And that starts on the offensive side of the ball, which is where we'll look at with some takeaways from this performance. First and foremost, the fumbles in this game. Turnovers in general. Five turnovers all all, all told. One interception from Sean Clifford. A couple other <clears throat> near interceptions for Sean Clifford, which we'll touch on in a moment. But this running back rotation of Nick Singleton, k Allen, and Kevon Lee All lost fumbles in this game. Nick Singleton got the start. He put the ball on the turf on the very first offensive play, which set the stage for plenty more of those to come. Two fumbles in the first half for Nick Singleton, the freshman. Uh, uh, Kevon Lee came in, took a hard hit right on the ball in the third quarter. He put the ball on the turf and lost it. And then Katron Allen, who sat out the first half for reasons that James Franklin did not disclose got 21 carries in the second half alone, was trying to do a bit too much, and he also lost a fumble in the fourth quarter. I think Northwestern deserves some credit for attacking the ball on these plays, but you didn't see a lot of adjustment from Penn State's running backs either. You didn't see a lot of running with two hands on the ball. You didn't see a lot of bracing for contact. With the wet weather, rain on and off, heavy sometimes, light sometimes, it stopped sometimes. It was really difficult conditions. Uh, to try to hold on to the ball. But I think it was still a learning experience for these freshmen uh, in more ways than one probably for Catron Allen, who I would venture to guess was some kind of disciplinary action to not play in the first half. When the ball wasn't hitting the turf – I think the Penn State running backs looked pretty good, and there was room to run. Nick Singleton looked good between the tackles. He and Catron Allen both got 21 carries, uh, both of them averaged 4.1 yards per carry. Penn State ran for 250-plus yards in this game. Uh, But the fumbles were a problem. I feel like maybe the coaching staff didn't have them fully prepared for what that experience was going to be like. Maybe the, the the freshmen were just doing freshman things. And then Kevon Lee, of course, also uh, took a hard hit and dropped the ball as well. Northwestern is coached to do this. I think Pat Fitzgerald knows and understands that his, his defense and his team is overmatched against Penn State. So we're surely going hunting for hard hits directly on the ball, whether that was fist, hand, head, Uh, Whatever it took, uh, Northwestern was trying to jar the ball loose, and they had a lot of success in doing so. Changed the entire complexion of this game. Penn State stomped Northwestern on the stat sheet, And forced three turnovers on the other side. But those five giveaways were uncharacteristic. Something to work on in the bye week. And definitely something for the freshmen to try to learn from as quickly as possible. You got to think that Michigan, who they play on October 15th following this week's bye, was looking at that film and, and licking their chops. Thinking, if we can put a helmet on the ball, there's a good chance we knock that thing loose. Northwestern did it four times, plus a Sean Clifford interception in this game. One of the only reasons that game even stayed close, but it was way too close for comfort. 17-7, Penn State wins. Giveaways were a huge problem. Looking at the management of this game, um, 78 total offensive play calls in this one. 58 of them were rushing attempts to just 20 runs or 20 uh, passes for Sean Clifford. You got to think the weather influenced that. Uh, the Penn State coaching staff were keeping the ball on the ground, maybe sensed that they had a bit of an advantage there, didn't take any unnecessary risks, or at least they thought. Turns out every time a ball carrier touched the ball, it was it was a risky proposition for the Penn State offense. But they skewed greatly towards the run, maybe one of the most heavy run games that we've seen in the James Franklin era in this one. The elements were clearly driving that. They were clearly an issue. Didn't want to mess around and throw your way into unnecessary mistakes in this one, uh, which, you know, on the surface was a smart play. But I do feel like that management of the game and the conservative play calling played right into what Northwestern hoped to get out of this game. Penn State uh, has struggled a bit pushing the ball down the field. They've struggled a bit creating some big plays in the passing game. But I think that's where Northwestern was vulnerable too. So the more Penn State ran, especially the more they fumbled, the more Pat Fitzgerald probably liked it because they were limiting how many big plays that they could create. So 58 runs to 20 20 pass attempts was surprising. Uh, Not as much so because of the elements But it was just part of the Northwestern formula to win this game was to win the turnover battle and limit big plays. And I think the way that Penn State called the game, part by necessity, part by uh, approach, fed right into Northwestern's winning formula. It was just a good thing for them that the Penn State defense came to play and that the Northwestern offense is, frankly, very, very poor. Welcome to Curaleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Let's look at the performance of Sean Clifford in the 17-7 win over Northwestern. 10 out of 20. He threw for 140 yards. One touchdown, one interception. That that interception was a slow developing play, rolling to his right. Bad throw, uh, bad use of his eyes. Didn't have his feet under him. Just bad mechanics all around on that interception. He, has been, he was up and down in this game. He's been up and down for large portions of the season. Uh, but Sean Clifford wasn't asked to do too much in this game and still almost found a way to throw a couple other interceptions too. And I think what we've seen from him is that when he is throwing the ball in rhythm, whether that's his first read, second read, third read, whatever it is, if he's making a clean progression <clears throat> through his wide receivers, and he doesn't have to get, get moved from his spot. He doesn't have to roll to his right. He doesn't have to get jumpy feet in the pocket uh, or the tendency that he's shown at times to drift backwards and throw it off his back foot. When things set up cleanly, Sean Clifford is just fine. But I think you saw in this game when it goes off script and when he gets moved from his spot, When he's not climbing the pocket, when he's rolling backwards away from pressure, that's when he gets himself into a bit of trouble. He's frankly not athletic or strong-armed enough to be able to make those types of throws Certainly against the better defenses he's about to see on the schedule, starting with Michigan. So I think one of the most discouraging things coming out of this Northwestern game is the, you know, the updated realization that Sean Clifford is pretty much the same as he's ever been. Uh, where you're going to see some good things at times, you're going to see some questionable decisions at times, you're going to see some mechanics that lead him astray at other times, and you you, you feel like. You know, better defensive backfields are going to be a bit of a problem and also better pressure from defenses like Michigan that are built on owning the line of scrimmage. He's going to have to step up and bring his A game or Penn State's going to have to lean on its running game and give Sean Clifford the support he needs to take the shots when they're there without subjecting him to much punishment or pressure. But 10 out of 20 for 140 yards, touchdown, interception, probably deserve to throw two more interceptions in this game. A lot of stuff there for Sean Clifford and this Penn State coaching staff to clean up with the bulk of its toughest games coming up. Michigan, Minnesota, Ohio State here coming up in the next few weeks. Last but not least, we learned after the game that Devin Ford, Penn State's senior running back, uh, is no longer with the football program. He has stepped aside to focus on academics. He played in four games this season, didn't get his fifth in there, which means he can preserve his redshirt, which he never took at Penn State. James Franklin said he had a lot of respect for Devin Ford, who stuck it out. Probably could have transferred prior to this, but probably wanted to get to the finish line with his degree and end things on the right note with teammates that he started with. So now he is away from football, finishing up his academic career and likely to transfer after this season someplace else where opportunities are ahead of him. They just never presented themselves at Penn State, even this season when he's been on the field. Penn State hasn't utilized him very much. So now with him being out of that role, Kaziah Holmes also transferred prior to the season. Penn State's down to three scholarship running backs. They started with five. They started with perhaps too many good options. And now you're an injury away from being in some dicey territory with Nick Singleton, Katron Allen, and Kevon Lee. But best wishes for Devin Ford to try to find uh, a better role for himself someplace else. Uh, Penn State running backs, got to kind of cross your fingers here that they can finish the season healthy Spread the wealth around when it comes to backfield touches to try to preserve that health with Devin Ford now off the team and likely to pursue a transfer someplace else. Thanks for tuning into this edition of the Blue White Breakdown. Be sure to follow along the daily Penn State podcast from Penn Live. Those can be found anywhere podcasts are. And everything else we do is available at PennLive.com Penn State football. We'll see you next time here on the Blue White Breakdown.